0: From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way.
1: Reese Thomas. He wrote a book called Discover Your Purpose How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Were Meant to Live. And we took the spin on it. Since so many of you are single moms like myself, that we need to identify kind of who these people are, how they shake out, who our kids are, who we're surrounded by, but most importantly, who we are. And who we are determines so much of the course of our life if we're honest with who we are. Are if we really sit down and figure out who we are. And now here's the fun part. For those of you that are married or in long-term serious relationships, you didn't get to read Reese's book and figure out what is the ideal match for you. So in sustaining long-term relationships and bringing them to the best possible Uh, pinnacle of happiness for both of you you're going to want to learn about these different profiles and how they work together and if your profiles don't work together naturally how you can best make that work so we're here today with Reese Thomas Reese welcome to the show
2: hey Sandra happy to be here
1: Oh, you know, Reese, I was thinking about your book and thinking about the profiles and how lucky I am that I have this knowledge armed with going out into, you know, life and being able to find, you know, somebody that's compatible and wonderful and everything I've always dreamed of. But not everybody has that luxury. (laughs) I'm going to say a luxury because very rarely does a single mom talk about finding a mate as a luxury. But in this case... I think it is a luxury, but not all of us have the luxury of re-choosing a mate.
2: Yeah, well, one of the things that uh, that I find, you know, and, and I mentioned before uh, that I run a an energy medicine school, and one of the things that I find in relationships, and of course, one of the biggest parts of of gaining the energy you need in your life to live your purpose. Uh, and all is, is to really find the energy that you've lost in your primary relationships and your relationships with your children, your parents, your, these, the people that are closest to you, your work relationships. These, these immediate, uh, primary type relationships are the ones where we spend most of our, of our energy. And, uh, and, and so we, of course, we work a lot with people on, uh, on transforming their relationships and, and first of all recognizing who they are in the relationship because often they don't know who they really are in the relationship and what their role in the relationship is and so they they learn that but one of the interesting things that comes up over and over and over again is that uh, we will teach the students how to start profiling uh, or to you know recognize energy and recognize uh, types of you know p- the, the type of energy people have in the and their purposes and Almost always, they're sort of they're like, oh my god, my spouse isn't actually the kind of person I thought he was or, or she is, and uh, and when they discover that they're a different type of person than they were really presenting, they then would find they could find that their mate actually was had quite different qualities, and and often we get into a relationship with somebody early on especially if you're if you married or got got together with somebody much younger and there's a huge amount of what we call projection in the relationship where that person is supposed to fulfill some image in your mind of what a, of what an ideal person an ideal mate would be and 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 really that it creates sort of like blinders uh, for us and and after a while we sort of assume they're going to be that. And then we hope they're going to be that. And then we realize they're not going to be that. And then pretty soon it's like, we're mad at them for not being that. And they were never that to begin with. And it wasn't what they're here to do. And, and so many, many relationships end up and we'll probably talk about this a couple times here this evening, uh, is the, or today what, um, what, uh, you know, they, we end up, we end up spending more time, um, uh, Knowing what we don't want in our partner rather than what we do want. And one of the greatest elements of the profiles is to, is to remember what it is that our partner truly brings to the table, what their greatness is, what their, what their true ability to be in relationship is like. And then see that in them, honor that, and accept that that's the person you've chosen. And no matter what profile they are, they have an enormous amount to give as far as love. Goes as far as as far as relationship and and you know whatever their whatever their gifts are within that profile, recognizing that just alone, even if they aren't the perfect matches as we talked about last time, uh, where there's cer- certain profiles that get along really well together, uh, or should get get along really well together uh, for life for lifetime soulmate relationships truly uh, being out of out of defense, you know, knowing who you are and and, and not sort of pretending you're somebody that you aren't and hoping that your partner will be somebody that they aren't uh, changes everything.
1: It does change everything. And, you know, concurrently with this topic, I just want to throw this in here. Your kids come to you the way they are. So it's not like you can choose your kid to be a team player or a charismatic leader. So, Recognizing, you know, that your spouse is pre-existing in, in what you are and figuring that out, but also figuring out your kids because you can't change that. There's so many things that we can't change uh, with respect to the people around us. We can really only choose, and we really can't choose our bosses or our coworkers many times. You can't switch your job every time you, you don't get along with somebody or you're not seeing things eye to eye. One of the questions that I have for you, Reese, that I'd love to explore today is... Each one of your five personality or your five profiles, we'll say, have a separate set of conditions and things that they want. If we give the, let's say, the creative idealist or the team player or the charismatic leader, if we give them what they want or need, that would seem to be a great way to ease social situations to help in the raising of your kids or to make your relationship work. Am I on the right track here?
2: You are on the right track, uh, and and yet at the same time, uh, a healthy relationship. You're not uh, you're not horse trading, <laughs> you know. You're not. Uh, I guess that's a, that's an old term. You're not uh, negotiating. You're not. You're not like, all right, I'm going to give him this because he's. I think. I think he's a he's a knowledgeable achiever, and so I will. Uh, you know, make sure that I. Uh, let him, you know, create all of the organization of our of our trips, and and I'll and I'll just sort of put up with the fact that, that it's, it, sometimes it needs to be a little bit uh, anal and organized, over organized, and things like that. You know, uh, rather than rather than sort of, you know, using the profiles as a way to, uh, um, you know, sort of, uh, you know, give them what you think they want so you can get what you want. Uh, what you actually really want is is to just enjoy them for who they are, and um, and and certainly you know in um, uh, in I I've been married 25 years. When I got married at 23 and, and had a 25 year marriage, and to to a, a, a person who a woman who's who lovely lovely person, but uh, you know she was an emotional intelligence specialist, and I stood in enormous uh, judgment of, of that, uh, you know, for a long time. And, and of course she stood in, uh, judgment of my, my, uh, more creative idealist and my, and my knowledgeable achiever that, that, you know, the, the not being that present. Uh, whereas the emotional intelligence specialist really wants presence. And so there was just sort of, there was this battle that, that ensued, uh, between, you know, me saying, you need to stop crying and her saying, and her, and her saying, you're heartless. And, 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 and it was, and it wasn't, neither one was total, it was, was right. It was more just, uh, we didn't, we didn't acknowledge that the, the core quality in the other person that's actually fun and enjoyable, uh, is very different than, than our own. And so, and so yes, uh, you want to give them what they want, but if I had just said in my mind sort of rationally, okay, um, uh, i'm I'm in relationship with uh with an emotional intelligence specialist uh i and you know and probably the best thing that I can say is oh that must be very hard you know and just you know and and sort of give it lip service the more importantly you wanna you wanna feel kind of what the what the gift is within that person that they that there's actually a very uh, deep uh, compassion and, and heart in that person and, and starting to honor that quality uh, then the behaviors are natural you 'll naturally have more compassion for a partner that you understand you know what their what their real purpose in life is.
1: Wow, that you know it's it's it gets so complicated, um, you know because in the desire I think of women who want to help their children or help their mate or support their mate, you know that exchange. Like you say, you want us just to enjoy them. How do you do that? Like if the person. You know, when you figure out this person isn't going to be the person that you wanted, how do you just step back and enjoy them? And so, you know, I've got a million questions. I need to take us to commercial break. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck, and this is Motherhood Talk Radio. And we are visiting today with Reese Thomas. He wrote a book called "Discover Your Purpose: How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Are Meant to Live." Now, this is a great book, girls. This is this is the third show we've been doing with Reese. Uh, on this topic because there's so much to learn and so much to understand but one of the things that's really great about this book is that it's easy to flip to the chapter about you once you recognize these different life purposes and these different profiles you can actually read about yourself you can learn about yourself you can learn about your kids and learn about your spouse find out what makes them tick and um take this little test online uh, that can help you figure out who you are it's it's neat it's like a Cosmo quiz for eggheads uh, I really have enjoyed it um, the book retails for $18.95 so it's going to be a good 20 bucks that you're going to spend and it's a fun read so we're going to come back from the break and talk more, Therese about discovering your purpose <music>
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
4: To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com.
3: In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of paying it forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com.
0: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin.
2: Here's some more
0: Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
1: This is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Reese Thomas and we are talking about this life-changing book from energy medicine expert Reese Thomas that is talking about how to align your decisions with your deeper self. And of course, we need to read his book to find out what our deeper self is because we get... Obscured or covered up, or we present differently based on our social, religious, and educational influences. You know, we all try to be the best we can be, but sometimes being the best we can be is not being ourselves. We're being the best that others want us to be. And that's one of the things that Reese's book helps us figure out. But one of the things that I found, Reese, when looking at your five profiles, I was looking at them like magnets, you know, like what what would naturally work together and what would repel. Um, And when we get together, it's great because everything works. But when we're not in sync um, it can be really hard. It can be really tough on relationships. And I, I think that when we understand these things, we can better give our partners or our children or our family what they need. And, and I would love to have your take on that. We have a great sponsor today on Powered Up Talk Radio, Organifi. And you can go to Organifi.com to get 20% off your order with code Up. Organifi is an organic superfood company that I love and use daily. From their plant-based vitamin-packed protein powder to their green juice, red juice, I get what I need every day without the mess of a juicer, the time it takes to shop-chop and clean the fruits and veggies, and most importantly, I have the confidence that I know what is going into my body and I'm getting what I need. See, I'm a soul-supporting single mom who cares for my 84-year-old dad and my two teen and preteen sons. I'm busy. See, I don't need to thrive, I have to thrive. Because on top of that, I own and run my own business that supports us. Talk about stress. I need these powerful nutrients, antioxidants, and immune-boosting herbs along with my protein, vitamins, and minerals to knock it out of the park. Every day. Each day. Because if I go down, we all go down. And that's not happening on my watch. And taste? Gee, with all the goodness for my body, I don't really care. But I was really surprised to find out how good this stuff is. bonus try it for yourself and see how you feel that's Organify.com to get 20% off your order with code powered up Organifi.com code powered up
2: yeah well first of all let's let's talk about children just for a minute um children uh will you your children can't have profiles that you don't have it's really important to get that your children are combination energetically because I, I, I deal my my world is the energy medicine world, and all of this work is not based on behavior or some idea or I sort of pulled something out of a hat and said, hey, this might work. Let's put this out there. Um, this is all based on 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 the sort of the soul energy and and the, the 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 chakras and the and and how how our life purpose from the from the soul out works and so you know keep in mind that the children are souls that come into the world and and you don't choose them they choose you and they choose you and your spirit your partner who were just about to conceive and decided this is going to be you know you're thinking hey we're going to have a baby or however whatever you're thinking or maybe you're not even thinking that maybe you're thinking you know i hope that I, I hope the this contraceptive works um but 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 that child that energy that soul comes in and says these are the two perfect people to give me the energies and the chemistry and the genetics that I need and everything I need and the time and place for me to live my life purpose. And, and so that child gets a piece of the father and a piece of the mother and a blend and a blend of the two. And so, and so when you're dealing with children. Um, oftentimes when you're having trouble with children, you're either dealing with, especially if you're in, you know, if, if you're a single mom, uh, you're dealing with an aspect of the father or the, uh, you know, the, the partner that you had that you stood in judgment of to begin with, and you're seeing it reflected in the child. And, and the, cause the child's gonna have it. The child's gonna have it in many ways. And if you weren't able to deal with it in the relationship, the child, it will, it will come forward in the child so that you can actually deal with that and recognize that, that there was actually something in both the spouse and the child that, uh, that's a power, that's a wonderful quality of what that maybe annoying trait is. So if the child is is aggressive or pushy or manipulative, um, maybe like an ex might have been, uh, you know, but but underneath that is a charming, uh, you know, uh, uh, motivating or inspiring type of a type of a character uh, quality within that person that you need to come to terms with and recognize that. That you may have a little bit of that in yourself, uh, and and that and that because you denied it in yourself, and you said I will never behave like that. Um, number one, you, you stood in judgment of your of the spouse, and that made the relationship uh, more tension in the relationship. And then it's also now you're going to have to face it in your child, and learning to see these qualities, these pieces of yourself and the pieces of your of your spouse uh, in your children, and recognize that. In the in the child, it may come out in what we call the defensive side, in the in the resistant side, because they feel they'll feel your judgment of that. They they may have your power too. I mean, if you've got a if you've got a, if you've got a strong character, um, but you've been hiding it behind being a good people pleaser, a good mom, a good wife, a good a good daughter, uh, you know that sort of thing. They their powerful side, they're they're sort of uh, pushy, controlling. Uh, um, you know, leadership side will come out and start bossing you around, or start start saying things, and 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 will and you'll and you'll go into battle with that, saying, "Well, how dare they? I, I only treat them with respect, and they don't treat me with any respect at all." And and the reason they may not treat you with respect, uh, and this is true in all relationships, when people don't treat you with respect, it's probably because you're not presenting who you actually are, and when you do present who you actually are. Uh, that you get a very different response from people, and so learning who you are, what your great quality is. Are you a creative person? Are you super creative? Are you deeply feeling? Are you compassionate and loving? Do you wear your heart on your sleeve? Do you cry at commercials? Uh, you know, or do you, or are you this? You know, sort of, you know, you have at people's backs, and you're there, and you really care for people, and and people are your number one priority, and you love them, and they and they bring you all sorts of happiness just being in relationship with them. These are three different qualities. They're the creative idealist, those are the emotional intelligence specialist, and the team player. Or are you really a very organized, structured person that keeps a nice, you know, really nice, Home. You do. You know. You. are very good at work. You are. You know. You pick things up quickly. You're smart and organized and and uh, and and can achieve whatever you set your mind to. You know. That's the achiever. And then, or are you? You know. Are you really a leader? A, a person who's got huge energy and charisma and and, and whether you're hiding it or not. Uh, which one of those are you? And when you're willing to own who you are you'll be so much more willing to to see the great qualities in your spouse, your children as well and and recognize that if you're in battle with somebody that that's in your that's come to you and i don't think there are any bad relationships i think that that as we talked before about the charismatic leader attracts the team player and the knowledgeable achiever attracts the emotional intelligence specialist and the creative idealist attracts, you know, creative ideas, and their and and, and their uh, they come into their relationship through their secondary qualities. Um, you know, those are those pieces are in there somewhere, and and uh, I think Sandra had mentioned, you know, what if you get involved with the wrong profile? What if you get wrong with the, with the wrong person? It, it, the chances are really good you didn't. Chances are really good that that person they may not have that profile that you know the one that you really needed as their primary but it's in there it may be a strong secondary profile the key is to is to is to notice that that when you start judging your partner for not being the right one or the right thing uh you know chances are good you're you've already you're already standing in judgment of yourself for not being the right one or the right thing and and learning that that you can bring to any relationship an amazing gift and when you see yourself as a gift, you'll start being able to see their gifts as well.
1: Well, and that just comes from from being okay with yourself, too, I think. You know, one of the things that I found in your book was great validation that I am the way I am. And not it's not that obnoxious, like, well, I'm not going to change. I am the way I am. You know, it's more that you know, this is the way I was made. This is what I'm good at. This is what I like to do. And I can own and honor all of that. Um, and when you do that, there's a huge relief. And when you accept yourself the way you are, you can really start accepting others the way they are and start to really enjoy them. I think that's what you're talking about.
2: Yes. Yeah. And, and, and certainly, uh, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of kinds of, uh, of, of programs out there, profiling programs, things like that, where people can take them and say, well, now I know I'm this. And and that creates one of the... uh, one, of, you know, the, 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 it's sort of the, the Popeye kind of a personality. Uh, I am what I am, and and you can't change me. And I'm this. And usually, and usually, when someone has that type of a type of a belief, they have no idea who they are. They're just desperately, <laughs> they are desperately hanging on to what they think they should be, and and they're willing to fight you for it rather than rather than a, a person who's genuinely themselves. Uh, knows that there that there's a lot of who they are is non-form. A lot of but we t- we, I think we talked a little bit about that when we come into the world as children. We're mostly non-form. We're, we're we don't we don't you know we don't need to know we're a boy or a girl or, or we don't need a name. We, we came into the world and, and, and the whole world is just this amazing thing and people are amazing and animals are amazing and, you know, the ocean's amazing and the sky and everything's amazing when we're, when we're children, when we're non-form because it's all part of who we are. But when we define ourselves, you know and we learn that our parents say no you're a boy you're a girl you're going to behave like this and this is how society expects things to do and we and we make these what we're called vows around uh around being who we're supposed to be but also more importantly we vow not to be who we actually are Uh, because it wasn't accepted or it wouldn't be accepted. And if you grew up in a world, uh, in a, in a, in a, in a culture where, where women are supposed to be more emotional and more, and more, uh, caretaking and men are supposed to be stronger and, and driven, which is most of the world, uh, you know, and, and you're not that, you know, if you're a soft man in a, in this world, you've gotta, you've gotta hide that. And if you're a strong woman, you've gotta hide that. And, and when you hide that, Uh, you hide it long enough, you forget about it. But boy, when you get into a primary relationship and your partner starts bossing you around and you're actually a strong leader, you're going to want to kill them. And because, because that's where you feel safe enough inside the home is all of a sudden there's, there's like this, you just can't take it anymore. And so learning about who you are, uh, you know, and learning about what your real strengths are and these, and these qualities within you, uh, can, can sort of give you a check, a, a check, uh, sort of like where you can check your your kind of like your your crazy at the door and say, all right, who I really am is this? Not like I will be this. It's I'm going to discover more about this great quality within me. See, and that's that's
1: fascinating to me, Reese. When we come back from the break, uh, I want to talk about the like certain characteristics are in all of us. So who are you today? You know, when you talk about checking your crazy at the door, um, I want to talk a little bit more about that when we get back from the break, because some of us are more like one profile than the other at work or at home or with our families. Like I can see myself playing these different roles, you know, as I go through my day. And It's struggling for me to be authentic because who, what is authentic? So we're going to talk about that when we get back from the break. We've got lots more powered up. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Reese Thomas, and we're talking about his book, Discover Your Purpose. And he has kind of, like, divided people up into five life purpose profiles. And, Reese, you know, we talk about false fronts. You talked about a smokescreen. You talked about things that... um you know, we project, you know, for for somebody like me who grew up in a small farming community, you know, where roles were really defined, it was a little hard for me sometimes because I was not fitting into the mold uh, a lot. And, um, you know, thankfully, my parents let me be who I was going to be, and I could grow into my own. But um, when discovering these different life purposes and and profiles, what I found was that sometimes I pop between certain things depending on what I'm doing. Like there are times when I'm definitely the charismatic leader. There are times when I prefer to take the team player position Um, or a knowledgeable achiever might be in certain parts of my life. And, you know, creative idealists, sometimes I feel really good, like when I'm tired and I just want to be alone and be by myself. I won't say I'm real good at the emotional intelligence specialist, though. (laughs) That was like a... uh. Um, But since I'm not any one of these things and I don't fall neatly into your categories, how do you know if you're authentic or not? Like, I'm authentic in the moment, (laughs) but... You know, I I get confused, and I know you teach a whole school on this, and people go years to study this stuff, and I'm trying to boil it down into like three radio shows. So I realize how ridiculous that is.
2: No, but- no you're doing this, this. Is where it starts. This is how you, this is how you start the work. You read the book, and you start the you do some of the processes, and and then you ask those questions because you didn't you weren't asking that question before. You weren't you weren't open to that sort of like well, what would what would I what would my core be like if it were like anything and and you know the key for for you is because you've got such a strong what we call charismatic leader in you uh charismatic leaders often will use all of the different profiles and both the both the 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 uh the the strong and the and the defensive side and the core and the defensive side and 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 so keep in mind that there's that there's that there's five profiles, but there's 10 ways to express them. The, there's the creative idealists, which are these fun, playful, creative people who are artistic and or scientific or always thinking of great, cool things. Uh, you know, what the greatest restaurant is to go to, or, you know, they're just doing, they're always doing something fun. Or they're people that have enormous mental anxiety because they spin in their head too much and they get, you know, paralysis by analysis. And so there's two ways of doing that. And you may operate in in both of those at some time, because as a charismatic leader, you are, are are by your nature. You have this ability to act. All charismatic leaders can play different roles and they are actually method actors. So so it's it's more difficult for you to pick which one you are. Uh, some the other profiles don't have as difficult a time choosing picking the you know which one they are because it becomes so it's so effortless for them to be the one that they are whereas for you it's effortless for you to be all of them at the right time, and that's part of being a leader a leader can. Can go into either the creative idealist, either one of those qualities, or the emotional intelligence specialist, where they're super soft and loving and caring and 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 just gooey uh, emotionally, or 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 overwhelmed and and uh, and depressed and and. Uh, and sad, and and feeling like feeling like a victim, and and you know, and, and really being being down, and and having no energy whatsoever. So the the emotional intelligence specialist has like a poor me side to them, and so you may find yourself in one or the other, and sometimes more in sort of you know, you may say, well, I'm 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 doing my poor me. I must be in my, I must be an emotional intelligence specialist, but we all do poor me at certain times in our lives when things when things go wrong. Um, and then, and then you might be doing team player where team players just loves to be with people and supporting people and helping everybody become successful and, and having their back and lifting people up and, and putting them first, that sort of thing. Or, uh, the defense of the team player, uh, is you can be really resentful that no, that you do everything and nobody else does anything. And you feel like a doormat for other people and other people take advantage of your good nature. So, so you might find yourself in, In either side of that as well, feeling like a doormat or feeling like I'm really good at getting people together and doing things. And so how much team player do I have in me? Well, as a charismatic leader, you might have a lot of that, of of each of these in you. And yet each of them are used specifically to lead help, and help people. Sometimes you have to be soft and loving to help people. Sometimes you have to put them first to, to lead them and to show them how to do things. Uh or like you said, your knowledgeable achiever has to step in and organize shows and do and, and, and get get uh, you know twenty things organized time wise and structurally and all that and, and and come in there and the knowledgeable achiever can just sort of pull it all off beautifully, effortlessly, and make make something fantastic worldwide happen. Uh or uh, or you could be in rule keeper. That's just never. No matter what you do, you always feel like I should have done more. I could have done better. You know, it should have been more perfect. I, I could. It, this should have been perfect, and it wasn't. And I feel really disappointed in myself for that. So, so that's the defensive side of the knowledgeable achiever. And you might find yourself in both of those. And when, when you take the, uh, there is a full, uh, a, a full profile online test. That you take that teaches you which of these you you'll find yourself often being in in these other profiles. Sometimes in the defense of the profile because the defenses of the profile are much more common when you're when you're stepping out of your own because you can have a pretty tough rule keeper. You might have had a rule keeper parent and uh, and and you and you are tough on that you know in that in a self criticism. Uh, and then finally w- with your charismatic leader, uh, you know, you will, you know, you'll, you'll notice that sometimes you'll just step up and, and it's just like you, you love being in the limelight and you love sort of inspiring other people, uh, like you do on your radio shows all the time. And, and you love that quality of, of really waking people up. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, you might find that, that your charismatic leader, um, uh, you know, stuck. You know, caught in a situation where you know someone someone ran into your car and you and you're too late for something else. You might you know not be the friendliest person at a time, at a moment. You might you know be tear someone's head off or be really aggressive or powerful or uh, you know or you might manipulate someone into doing something just to get something over with. Uh, you know that you're that's a pain in the ass for you so and you find yourself in both the both the light and the shadow of these of these qualities we all do but but you want to look at this as a charismatic leader you may use many of those and the more you use the more likely you are to be a charismatic leader the less of them you use, the more likely you are to be sort of whatever the other profiles are. Because knowledgeable achievers just aren't going to. They might they might pl- do some team playing. They're never going to be emotional intelligence specialists. They might do some creative idealist type of overthinking of things. Um, but generally, it always has a structure to it. and And they might do some charismatic leading, but they do it in a very sort of uh, appropriate way, rather than a sort of off the you know shooting from the hip type of thing. So and and. You know, t- uh, a, a team player might try to be a knowledgeable achiever and might try to be whatever anybody else wants them to be. They might try to be really soft and loving, but but they're never, you know, it's always going to come off as, I'm here for you and how can I help you? <laughs> uh, so, so, keep well,
1: right. The- I mean, the thing is, like, I finally got what you meant by defense because I'm a real simple person sometimes, Reese. And it's like when I'm feeling good, I can see how I, I bop between like fun, gooey, lifting people up, I step up to the plate, you know, yep. lead, and then, Organize. And then when I feel bad, like that's when anxiety comes in, I get into the overwhelm. And when you say resentful doormat, and then for my charismatic leader, I wrote, like you, you said, like, you might be, you know, powerful in a bad way. I'm like, oh, that's when I'm a mean little snit, S-N-I-T, not the other one. Um, and, and, the you know, beat yourself up mode, you know, because they're like flip sides of the coin of these different things. And I always thought that just meant crazy. But now I'm seeing that it really can be quite formulaic. And you put it down on a piece of paper, like I drew all these circles, like five of them with the different profiles in the middle. And then to like one side, I wrote fun. The other side, I wrote anxiety. One side, I wrote gooey. And the other one, I wrote poor me. And, you know, the way you, you speak just made it so clear to me and how you rotate between these things, um, to get things done.
2: Right. And so, and so when, so for instance, if, if, you know, if your partner knows that you are a charismatic leader and knows that you will be both in the core and and the defense of almost all the profiles they won't be sucked into you, you cuz and you don't know you're doing it when you don't know about the profiles you just are doing it right and and they may stand in judge, judgment of you at first, saying you're so fake. That's not who you are. I've seen this other person in you. I've seen this person. I've seen. I've seen the person that tears someone head off. Someone who gets in a snit. Someone who you know does. You know goes goes crazy. You know, and, and all of a sudden you're, you're you're the nicest person in the world. What what kind of fake is this? But if they know you're a charismatic leader, they know that both are true. Right. And oh. they and they love that about you.
1: Well, my ex-husband didn't, but, well, you know, but you he didn't just... know
2: he didn't get it. Right. He and I didn't o- get he it. Only saw, we both didn't he get saw it. that you were one person one time and one person another time. And one of them had to be a fake.
1: Right. Right. He was, be... prob-
2: he was probably he was probably a knowledgeable achiever or somebody that, that sort of like he had to have it one way or the yeah, other. Total and,
1: rule keeper.
2: Rule keeper. Right. So so now so now you're moving, you're a moving target and he wants you to be one thing. And you're not. The one thing you are is all things.
1: Right. And And you know, Reese, you could be in my living room ten years ago. I kid you not. It was almost verbatim. Like I started getting chills, and you know, I need to take us to commercial (laughs) break because I'm like, oh my god, were you like a fly on the wall reincarnated, like listening to these arguments? Um, But this is uh, this is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Reese Thomas, and you're going to want to get a copy of this book, girls. Discover your purpose: how to use the five life purpose profiles to unlock your hidden potential. Because once you start digging into it, once you start chewing on it, digesting it, absorbing it, and then watching the people around you and watching yourself interact, you're going to learn so much more about yourself than you ever did. It's rare that I get this excited over a book. It's rare that I do four or five shows with an author about a book and their material, but it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating and it makes sense. So you're going to want to get a copy of this book. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about these profiles and how they affect us and the world around us let's get back to the show here's sandra beck hey ladies this is sandra beck and i'm here with reese thomas and we're talking about his book discover your purpose and he has kind of like divided people up into five life purpose profiles and reese You know, we talk about false fronts. You talked about a smokescreen. You talked about things that, um, you know, we project, you know, for for somebody like me who grew up in a small farming community, you know, where roles were really defined. It was a little hard for me sometimes because I was not fitting into the mold uh, a lot. And, um, you know, thankfully, my parents let me be who I was going to be and I could grow into my own. But um, when discovering these different, life purposes and, and profiles, what I found was that sometimes I pop between certain things depending on what I'm doing. Like there are times when I'm definitely the charismatic leader. There are times when I prefer to take the team player position um, or a knowledgeable achiever might be in certain parts of my life. And, you know, creative idealists, sometimes I feel really good, like when I'm tired and I just want to be alone and be by myself. I won't say I'm real good at the emotional intelligence specialist, though. (laughs) That was like a... uh, um, But since I'm not any one of these things, and I don't fall neatly into your categories, how do you know if you're authentic or not? Like, I'm authentic in the moment, but... You know, I I get confused, and I know you teach a whole school on this, and people go years to study this stuff, and I'm trying to boil it down into like three radio shows. So I realize how ridiculous that is.
2: No, but- no you're doing this. This is where it starts. This is how this is how you start the work. You read the book, and you start the you do some of the processes, and and then you ask those questions because you didn't you weren't asking that question before. You weren't you weren't open to that sort of like, well, what would what would I what would my core be like if it were like anything and and you know the key for for you is because you've got such a strong what we call charismatic leader in you uh charismatic leaders often will use all of the different profiles and both the both the 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 uh the the strong and the and the defensive side and the core and the defensive side and 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 so keep in mind that there's that there's that there's five profiles, but there's 10 ways to express them. The, there's the creative idealists, which are these fun, playful, creative people who are artistic and or scientific or always thinking of great, cool things. Uh, you know, what the greatest restaurant is to go to, or, you know, they're just doing, they're always doing something fun. Or they're people that have enormous mental anxiety because they spin in their head too much and they get, you know, paralysis by analysis. And so there's two ways of doing that. And you may Operate in in both of those at some time because as a charismatic leader you are, are are by your nature you have this ability to act. All charismatic leaders can play different roles and they are actually method actors. So so it's it's more difficult for you to pick which one you are. Uh, some the other profiles don't have as difficult a time choosing picking. The, you know, which one they are because it becomes so, it's so effortless for them to be the one that they are. Whereas for you, it's effortless for you to be all of them at the right time. And that's part of being a leader. A leader can. Can go into either the creative idealist either one of those qualities or the emotional intelligence specialist where they're super soft and loving and caring and 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 just gooey uh, emotionally or 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 overwhelmed and and uh, and depressed and and uh, and sad and, and feeling like, feeling like a victim and, and, you know, and, and really being, being down and, and having no energy whatsoever. So the, the emotional intelligence specialist has like a poor me side to them. And so you may find yourself in one or the other. And sometimes more in sort of, you know, you may say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my poor me. I must be in my, I must be an emotional intelligence specialist, but we all do poor me at certain times in our lives when things, when things go wrong. Um, and then, and then you might be doing team player, where team player just loves to be with people and supporting people and helping everybody become successful and and having their back and lifting people up and, and putting them first, that sort of thing. Or uh, the defense of the team player uh, is you can be really resentful that no that you do everything and nobody else does anything, and you feel like a doormat for other people and other people take advantage of your good nature. So so you might find yourself in. In either side of that as well, feeling like a doormat or feeling like I'm really good at getting people together and doing things. And so how much team player do I have in me? Well, as a charismatic leader, you might have a lot of that, of of each of these in you. And yet each of them are used specifically to lead help, and help people. Sometimes you have to be soft and loving to help people. Sometimes you have to put them first to, to lead them and to show them how to do things. Uh, or, like you said, your knowledgeable achiever has to step in and organize shows and do and, and, and get get uh, you know twenty things organized time wise and structurally and all that and, and and come in there and the knowledgeable achiever can just sort of pull it all off beautifully effortlessly and make make something fantastic worldwide happen. Uh, Or, uh, or you could be in rule keeper. That's just never. No matter what you do, you always feel like I should have done more. I could have done better. You know, it should have been more perfect. I, I could. This should have been perfect, and it wasn't. And I feel really disappointed in myself for that. So, so that's the defensive side of the knowledgeable achiever. And you might find yourself in both of those. And when, when you take the, uh, there is a full, uh, a, a full profile online test. That you take that teaches you which of these you you'll find yourself often being in in these other profiles. Sometimes in the defense of the profile because the defenses of the profile are much more common when you're when you're stepping out of your own because you can have a pretty tough rule keeper. You might have had a rule keeper parent and uh, and and you and you are tough on that you know in that in a self criticism. Uh, and then finally, w- with your charismatic leader, uh, you know you will—you know—you'll—you'll you'll notice that sometimes you'll just step up, and and it's just like you—you you love being in the limelight, and you love sort of inspiring other people. Uh, like you do on your radio shows all the time, and and you love that quality of of really waking people up. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know you might find that that your charismatic leader, um, uh, you know stuck, you know caught in a situation where you know someone someone ran into your car and you've and you're too late for something else. You might you know not be the friendliest person at a to- at a moment. You might you know be tear someone's head off or be really aggressive or powerful or uh, you know. Or you might manipulate someone into doing something just to get something over with, uh, you know, that you're, that's a pain in the ass for you. So, and you find yourself in both the, both the light and the shadow of these, of these qualities. We all do. But, but you want to look at, this as a charismatic leader, you may use many of those. And the more you use, the more likely you are to be a charismatic leader. The less of them you use, the more likely you are to be sort of whatever the other profiles are. Because knowledgeable achievers just aren't going to. They might they might pl- do some team playing. They're never going to be emotional intelligence specialists. They might do some creative idealist type of overthinking of things. Um, but generally, it always has a structure to it. and And they might do some charismatic leading, but they do it in a very sort of uh, appropriate way, rather than a sort of off the you know shooting from the hip type of thing. So and and. You know, t- uh, a, a team player might try to be a knowledgeable achiever, and might try to be whatever anybody else wants them to be. They might try to be really soft and loving, but but they're never. You know, it's always going to come off as I'm here for you, and how can I help you? <laughs> uh, so so. Well, it-
1: right. I mean, the thing is, like, I finally got what you meant by defense, because I'm a real simple person sometimes, Reese, and it's like when I'm feeling good, I can see how I I bop between like fun, gooey, lifting people up. I step up to the plate, you know, yep. lead, and then or. And then when I feel bad, like that's when anxiety comes in, I get into the overwhelm. And when you say resentful doormat, then for my charismatic leader, I wrote, like you you said, like, you might be, you know, powerful in a bad way. I'm like, Oh, that's when I'm a mean little snit, SNIT, not the other one. Um, And, and the, you know, beat yourself up mode, you know, because they're like flip sides of the coin of these different things. And I always thought that just meant crazy. But now I'm seeing that it really can be quite formulaic. And you put it down on a piece of paper, like I drew all these circles, like five of them with the different profiles in the middle. And then to like one side, I wrote fun. The other side, I wrote anxiety. One side, I wrote gooey. And the other one, I wrote poor me. And, you know, the way you, you speak just made it so clear to me and how you rotate between these things, um, to get things done.
2: Right. And so, and so when, so for instance, if, if, you know, if your partner knows that you are a charismatic leader, and knows that you will be both in the core and and the defense of almost all the profiles they won't be sucked into you, you cuz and you don't know you're doing it when you don't know about the profiles you just are doing it right and and they may stand in judge, judgment of you at first saying, you're so fake. That's not who you are. I've seen this other person in you. I've seen this person. I've seen, I've seen the person that tears someone's head off, someone who gets in a snit, someone who you know, does, you know, goes, goes crazy. You know, and, and all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're the nicest person in the world. What, what kind of fake is this? But if they know you're a charismatic leader, they know that both are true. Right. And, oh. they, and they love that about you.
1: Well <laughs> my ex husband didn't, but Well you know, but you he didn't just... know
2: he didn't get it. Right. He and I o- didn't get he it. Only saw, we both didn't he get saw it. that you were one person one time and one person another time and one of them had to be a fake. Right.
1: Right. He was, be... prob-
2: he was probably he was probably a knowledgeable achiever or somebody that, that sort of like he had to have it one way or the yeah. other. Total and
1: rule keeper.
2: Rule keeper, right. So so now so now you're moving you're a moving target and he wants you to be one thing. And you're not. The one thing you are is all things. Right.
1: And and so and you, you know, so much- Reese, you could be in my living room ten years ago. I kid you not. It was almost verbatim. Like I started getting chills, and I, you know, I need to take us to commercial <laughs> break because I'm like, oh my god, were you like a fly on the wall reincarnated, like listening to these arguments? Um, but this is uh, this is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Reese Thomas. And you're going to want to get a copy of this book, girls. Discover your purpose: How to use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to unlock your hidden potential. Because once you start digging into it, once you start chewing on it, digesting it, absorbing it, and then watching the people around you and watching yourself interact, you're going to learn so much more about yourself than you ever did. It's rare that I get this excited over a book. It's rare that I do four or five shows with an author about a book and their material, but it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating, and it makes sense. So you're going to want to get a copy of this book, and when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Reese Thomas, and we are talking about his book, Discover Your Purpose. Now, before we went to break, Reese was talking a little bit about the combination of uh, charismatic leaders and, and, you know, different experiences. And, you know, while he was talking, I had a flashback uh, to my living room like 10 years ago when I was married to my ex-husband, and um, I think I started out, Reese, well-intentioned. You know, I really wanted to be a good wife. I really wanted to do the things that I thought I should be. But the problem is who I was kept leaking out, like it would just squeak out or it would pop out my mouth. And, and what I found with that is as I grew up, Cause I did get married very young as I grew up I grew into who I really was and started to embrace who I am and that that wasn't the way I started out and I used to say to my ex-husband all the time hey you know these things that you don't like about me these things that you criticize me for or these things that disappoint you they're what makes me me they're what makes me good at what I do and good at who I am but I didn't have the knowledge of that I wasn't able to own any of this stuff and I felt guilty for a lot of my gifts. And is that really common?
2: That's so common. And that, and that, and the guilt and the shame that we have about who we really are, uh, especially when, like you said, and you said it right at the beginning, you said, you said, I got into the marriage wanting to be, you know, a really good wife, a really good mother, a really good, you know, and, and, and and that's, that's an archetype. And, and, If you knew your profile going into the relationship, you would have said, I'm going to be the greatest wife, the greatest mother, the greatest, you know, and you would have been. But it would have been you know i would have you know you're running your 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 empire you're you know you're you know you're 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 hiring the you're hiring the nanny you're doing the you know you're doing all of the things that a leader would do to be the greatest leader mother that there is but the problem is is that the archetype of mother is being a team player is being a good wife means being you know uh, you know sort of putting your husband ahead now listen if you don't put your husband ahead uh, ladies, even even just in, on TV, uh, you know, the men have, have have very very delicate egos. They they present that they're tough and this and that. They are so much weaker than women when it comes to ego. And so you do need to uh, make sure that your man feels like oh you're the you're the big strong man. But but if you're really strong uh, and that man chose you, it's because he's strong enough to be with a strong woman. And and just because he was brought up to believe that that he's supposed to be the man of the house and that stuff, you're the one that changes his mind. You're the one that shows him that that being with a strong woman, being with a being with a, uh, you know, someone who who really uh, has her own mission in life, uh, you know, that's safe to be with. You make that safe. Uh, you know, without uh, without taking away his own power and and your own sort of uh, uh, you know way of of of, uh, of loving what he's there to do in the world, you know that's really important. And, and you were married to a knowledgeable achiever, so he's he was a man who was supposed to be successful in his own right, um, and yet he's not going to be successful like a charismatic leader. He's going to be successful by doing things the right way. Charismatic leaders do things. You know be success- become successful by doing things differently than everybody else, and never sort of sticking to a plan and always going with what your gut is and so you 're going to have a very different approach to success and and you may and and you 'll have uh, you know oil and water uh, when you 're dealing with um, a charismatic leader and a knowledgeable achiever trying to figure out what the right way to be successful is because they 're going to be very different and yet if you 're a true leader you don't negate what your partner's doing or judge them for it you t- you 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 make sure that they totally know that you see that what they're doing is perfect for them and you support that 1000% and that way you also get the the support you need and of course not every partner is ready to to grow and be and actually uh, grow in the relationship uh, and they have so they they've shown that that the the greatest relationships are the ones that partners are willing to to change uh, and, and look, and, and be open to change and transformation within themselves in the relationship. And, and so, doing this this work um, can often help you change and transform yourself. But your partner has to want that as well, uh, and they'll want it a lot more if you're able to show them the quality within them that they may not even see anymore. That's amazing and great, rather than pointing out how often they're in defense.
1: Well and would you say that like when, when marriages or relationships go down, like do we cycle into defense? Like is that what happens or you know, like for me I felt like I was freed. Like I, I felt like I got like a get out of jail free card when I got divorced. Um, is that typical? Like do we both cycle into defense? You know, like how do we get into defense?
2: Well defense defense is, is just the the simple act of of um, uh, sort of resisting who we truly are and and so you know and and so so defense is like a mask uh, so you're in relationship and you went into relationship and you and you had this sort of vow that said I'm going to be a really good wife and mother and 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 then and that had a and that had a whole world of of how you ought to do that. And yet, you didn't really, uh, uh, you know. You, and so, you presented that as a mask to him, especially early in the relationship. And he bought the story. And then he bought, the, and then you bought the story that he was going to be the strong man that you always wanted in your life, and was there to support you, and 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 that that whole thing. And of course, that fell apart really quickly. Not because he couldn't be a strong man in your in your life, because he was an eligible achiever, but that you weren't going to be happy him being the, the 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 leader of the of the family and and one of the things when you do with when you do when you work with children and I, I know you do work with a lot of children you can ask you can ask a child at almost any age who's in charge of the family, your mommy or your daddy, and they'll tell you who the leader is and they and they will never get it wrong. They, even, even if mom has never raised her voice once in the house, uh, or never spanked anybody or never gone out and made a dollar, they can be totally at home. It's, the children will know. Moms in charge or dads and the, they know who which which one the strong one is, no matter what the mask is that they play, no matter what defense has has been presented in the relationship. So getting into defense is really a matter of of where you are trying to be somebody that you think you're supposed to be or that you should be in the relationship and it's and it's just not true. And when you're in that place, you don't feel good about being who you are. And so it's really impossible for you to feel good about your life, about the direction you're going in or, and, and how to present yourself and how to actually be in a relationship. Cause when you, when your husband bought the story about you being that nice, helpful wife, you know, that's going to be there supporting him. Um, you know he knew you were lying at some basic level and couldn't trust that and then when you didn't do that you felt bad you felt the guilt and shame of of not fulfilling that and then he was like well hey wait you told me this was the deal that was the contract at the beginning and you're breaking the contract so learning learning as soon as you possibly can in a relationship who you really are and then setting a new contract which is we're going to support each other a soulmate contract is a contract where each person supports the other person in being the most they can be. And rather than a soulmate contract which says we both become half a person that, that come together and make one whole person that, uh, th- that can survive in the world, a soulmate contract is, is not necessarily forever. It's for what I can do. How can I push you to be even more of the great person that you are? And when both people in a relationship are willing to do that, the relationships thrive.
1: Yeah, I'm just stunned. I, I'm just sitting here, you know, trying to digest all that because it made perfect sense. You know, when you talked about, you know, like what your soulmate contract can be, you know, to be to help you and help your partner be the best they can be. That also eliminates a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah because i'm it, only it just, responsible it, for me and you're only responsible for you
2: well and and i'm responsible i'm resp- if i ch- if i choose to be in this relationship if we're if we're married and you know and and, and i've chosen to be in this relationship and or, or not married maybe you're just living together but you've made this your commit your committed relationship It's it's every your It's your job to find out what the real purpose of your partner is in the world and what their real gifts are and honor those gifts every day, no matter what they present, no matter whether they are in their defense and they're presenting just a complete fake, totally false person that they think they ought to be. And they're having arguments with everybody about everything you speak to the part of them and this is one of the, this is why I, my school is so successful i run an energy medicine school and there are very few energy medicine schools that make more than a nickel and my and my school is incredibly successful because every person on my staff is trained and they're experts in understanding the profiles and so within hours of students coming into the program and being in their class they are able to speak only to the person's greatness, to the person's great qualities, to uh, to, uh, to help them s- and support them in being who they truly are and who they truly want to be. And if you can do that in your primary relationship, that's what makes a great relationship. Not sort of figuring out who I am and I'll just live my life and you live your life. And it isn't, it isn't just that. You need to figure out who you are and model that so you n- know you're not lying to your partner about who you are and what your needs are. Uh, but but then the second qual- element is if you're in relationship with this person and you 've taken some responsibility to to make this the, a match made in heaven well then you 've got to be the one that that sees through their defense and through their mask and through their fake you know quality that they're trying to present to you and talk to their greatness all the time talk to them about how warm they are how loving they are how strong they are how organized they are how what a you know how incredibly manipulative they can be and and, uh, uh, and 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 what a miracle it is that they can talk you into almost anything or or that or that they have this playful fun childlike quality within them that that they that, you know that you, that they need to be acknowledged in so it's 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 super you know it's super important that that you learn both sides of the of the equation
1: ah. Reese Thomas, buy his book, Discover Your Purpose, How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential.
0: We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and promiscuous